0: So this is episode number one of the first of its kind. It's ProDost. The ProDost podcast that we're gonna do in a in a Twitch stream because we got Fear Dragon with us. How are you doing, Fear Dragon? Even though we were just talking a minute ago, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh life of
1: a live stream. <laughs> you need setup time. Yeah, I'm doing well. You know, just enjoying a life after uh most of the Offline StarCraft events are chilling down after Katavice and everything. Got some online stuff coming up. So, getting excited for some of that to start up. But we're in that fun little, like, in between phase where we're all just like waiting for some of the the big events and stuff to start up again. But it's been really nice just like checking out a bunch of the random live streams and stuff going on, checking out some of the weeklies. Really enjoy some of the other community casters, you know, like Steadfast and. Uh, Bale, Molf, and you know, I think that's yeah, it's all the good ones.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's where I spend most of my time as well, for sure.
0: And of (laughs) of course, we got Chicken Man here with us, Mister Montana Chicken Man. So I'm just
2: here to be the peanut gallery, really. This is like Dave interviewing Fear Dragon, and then I just kind of make obnoxious comments off to the side. That's that's what that's what my job is. Audible Twitch chat.
0: Uh, so exactly. Ravi, we were just talking earlier. Uh, what were you having to eat tonight? Uh, you're putting you me under,
1: you're putting me under fire here, man. <laughs> you're really like, you're, oh <laughs> pretzel no bread and a beer. And I'm just like, well, I'm kind of full now. So <laughs> I guess that was my dinner unexpectedly, man. Thanks for, thanks for throwing me under the bus. There, Dave.
0: <laughs> the first thing I do. All
2: right. Oh, well, Robbie Dave, what did you eat for dinner?
0: It was like a throw him under the bus. Oh, no, I'm gonna make myself seem bad. All right, I had a quesadilla that I made, which was cheese and pico, and then I had Brussels sprouts in the oven, and then I had a piece of haddock with lemon. That was damn so fancy. That's yeah, that's kind of fancy.
2: I like MM's and an energy drink, so (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you guys feel like
1: I'm beating at least one of you now.
0: With all the crap I've been putting in that i well, I've been slowly but surely working on diet. You know, thanks thanks in part to starting getting me kick started with HelloFresh that I bought from Chicken Man Stream. <laughs> I got you. you My got sponsorship
2: me... ends today though, so you don't have to say anything nice about them anymore.
0: All right. I was gonna say you got me cock line and sinker.
2: <laughs> That's good. I'm gonna take that. I'm stealing that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we got we got uh, Ravi here with us. Uh not to beat a dead horse, but we were we're wondering. Chicken Man and I talked, and you, know, what were your, what were your favorite moments you had of Katowice? Like all together, it could be doesn't necessarily have to be the games. We're talking like after party, you're hanging with it, hanging with the gang. Uh, just funny stuff to you, or in your most memorable moments, I'd say. That you'd be willing to share with.
1: Yeah, yeah. The The first thing that came to mind was, so, like, after party is probably a strong word for it. But basically, just, like, I, I think that most of everyone just kind of hung out at the hotel that we were staying at and everything. Um, and we were at the hotel bar. We end up just kind of, like, hanging out there and stuff. I'm sitting there, like, having whatever my beer and stuff. And I think I don't know the exact full story on what started this and everything, but like zombie grub and smix and a few other people kind of just like start playing this game where they're like throwing some random like object or something into cups, basically effectively playing beer pong with some of the glasses on the table and trying to see like. And the idea was whoever would get it in would basically be the one that doles out the six shots that they had ordered to give to people this is like not no one's getting like trashed or anything at this point right it's just it's pretty early on it's just like oh ah, yeah we'll get like six shots or something people have had like one drink or something, whatnot mm-hmm. so they're at this for like 15 20 minutes or something smix finally does make it in but she makes like this miraculous shot where she like shoots it in it hits the table And then bounces, like, she turns around, and she sees it hits the table, it's like, ah, turns around, then it bounces into the cup. It's like, oh my god, she made it in. And then just still, no one making it in for another, like, 15, 20 minutes. Rainer comes strolling down from his room to the bar, and they're kind of like, Rainer, Rainer, make a shot. At this point, I think we have, like, an actual ping pong ball, because, like, the barkeep or whatever is just like... If you guys are doing this. Here's a ping pong ball. Like we have one, for whatever reason. Rainer just kind of like looks at it, grabs it, takes a shot, makes it in. It's just total baller status. Like first try, <laughs> waltzed into the part. That's like that's the first thing that I thought of. I'm like, really good memories. I'm like, well, Rainer did make the first shot as soon as he strolled in. Like 45 minutes into people trying to make the shot. <laughs> that that's was pretty such a great. Rainer
2: thing to do, isn't it? just absolutely show everybody up. It's just the kind of person he is, you know? I bet he had that cheeky smile on his face, too. <laughs> he absolutely
1: did. He was, I, I think my favorite part is he just keeps a, like, cool comment collected. He's like, yeah, man, like, of course. Like, I'm I'm a baller, that's why. Just, yeah, you absolutely are. Um, the other thing I can, I think, was a nice little highlight from, like, After Party for me was uh, dipping into Sal's stream Finding s- slowly falling there and slowly falling convincing me to buy a drink for Cyril and Rainer and then sending her pictures in Sal's dis in Epitry Zelda's Discord of the drinks that I bought for Rainer and Sarah. They were both quite happy with them. <laughs> I need to invoice slowly for those drinks. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean the event itself was also a lot of fun. Like I think we just had a lot of really fun games for the event. We're pretty like events can be ruined or blessed by having good games like an event that has terrible production lots of audio issues lots of like everything going wrong but has great games like people remember the great games and they think, think back fondly on the event an event that has amazing production lots of great contents and down like downtime content interviews with the players and all this other stuff has shit games people don't look People are like, "Oh, yeah, it's kind of a shitty tournament. Um, so we were pretty blessed, I would say,
0: nice,
2: yeah, and it must have been just super nice to be back with everybody in a in a live setting that's it, it was so it was so nice to watch it. you know, I, I didn't yeah. I guess I didn't realize after all this time like how nice it was gonna be to have that feeling again of seeing the players on the stage, of hearing the microphones boom with the casters. It was like, ah. Uh, i was just sitting back watching eating my popcorn it was so nice to see that again yeah man it's
1: it was definitely really nice to be back in that setting because we've done we've been doing some of the studio stuff in sweden which is definitely Mm -hmm. nice and like in a weird way i think like that's has been really nice in a different way like there's no players at that so i think it's like not as great in that sense but In another sense, this is like one of the downsides I would say for Katowice. Like, it's not, it's not like truly a downside. This very entitled sounding thing to say, but like Katowice was really, really long days. Like, I think we did, we calculated out like one or two of the days was like legit 18 hours long or so. It was get up, call time to like get on the shuttle at like eight o'clock, went home at two in the morning. And, had to wake up at 8 a.m. the next day. Like everyone was extremely sleep deprived for the event. But also, I think the other side of it is that like we just didn't have a lot of downtime to just like hang out with each other. It's like we were basically there's we have like breaks and stuff, but like we're basically working the entire day, which means we don't really have that whole like group dynamic, like spending time with everyone and kind of hanging out and getting together. That a lot of the time we usually will have at events. So that that part kind of sucked compared to like Sweden. I'm not gonna lie, guys. Like the the broadcast times for Sweden are like too short. It's like five hour days, and then it's like, cool, great job with the five hour day. Um, <laughs> see you tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? I'm I'm so confused. We have like another 12 hours before we need to go to sleep. (laughs) Like, I guess we just go hang out and explore the city and, like, chill with each other. So that... It's, like, I would say Sweden filled that niche a lot more for me. But seeing the players was really nice. Um, Being at a live event with, like, an audience and commentating there was really nice, for sure.
0: I wish you had a little more time to hang out with your old buddies, though, too, on the other end, you know? A little...
1: Yeah. It's... Um, you know, we, we found some time. I think the final day was really, really nice for that. Um, and I think there was another day that like me and a few others kind of said to hell with like, whatever we're, bare, we're like having trouble sleeping anyways, in general, on top of the short amount of time we're given to sleep. Like, let's just stay up and, you know, hang out in one of our hotel rooms and, you know, have one or two drinks. So I think e- even then, like, we still got a little bit of time we managed to make
2: got to make the best of it
1: yeah so. for sure how was the how was the online experience that's what i want to know
0: um it was good i'll be honest robbie i would try to chime in to whoever and you're, you're gonna be like oh thanks for having me dave and meanwhile i'm looking in chat and who's here <laughs> even b stream was long as fuck well i'll be honest at times uh bail wolf and steadfast stole my attention for a lot of it those guys were killing it not to say that yeah but I obviously was tuned. I watched a damn lot of the whole event on A and B streams. But, like, I, I was really enjoying your casting. Um, Just the, the mix of all of you and the games were just insane. Like, I was this. I, this is what I have a, a question on here. We're, when we're on Kenovica talk. What was your biggest? Uh, what would you say were your biggest two upsets and your biggest two surprises were?
1: Oh my god! Uh, I need to pull up the Liquipedia page because <laughs> it's biggest like,
0: biggest biggest upset. I'd just say,
1: yeah, I Roddy would know this like, immediately. I he, know he could Roddy. His you...
2: biggest upsets from five years ago.
1: I I yeah. hate how good Roddy's memory is because you know, like <laughs> I love Roddy to death, and I'm so happy for him that he has such a great memory and everything like this. Truly a blessed individual. He deserves it, but also at the same time, he does not fucking deserve that memory. He did not work it at all for that memory. He's one of those natural talent bullshit guys, and it's just like you just you don't remember like every single match of StarCraft you've ever watched ever.
2: Like that's so strange. That just it's, naturally it was, it came was to me. 2012 MLG. Of, why wouldn't you remember that?
1: Uh, yeah, it was a uh, blistering, blistering sands MLG Anaheim day two. Uh, I think, I think it was you know, <laughs> like day nine and DJ Wee commentating it, and it was uh, yeah, it was like a, a three game. It's just like Roddy, how the hell? Um, yeah, I am not that person. I am <laughs> like, I am the person who's like staring at all of the stats, rewatching the games before What's- like a series. But let's and make trying it to easy. remember it
0: let's make it easy for you then robbie because i i I, re- I get that i respect that the thing is is what well yes. what was your favorite moment of the games that you just saw, saw that you were just like yo that was sick if you're if, i i, if
1: I remember time there. had a really good series i'm trying to remember astrea had some really good series that i also really enjoyed um but yeah. that's obviously my own biases and stuff playing into that a bit uh I remember, what was it? It was from Group D. There was, Group D had some, Group C and D had nutty games. I absolutely remember that. I'm trying to like look and see. Um, obviously there was like, how it, I, in my mind, it's like infamous games of like, you know, Rainer who played versus Dark in the semi or the quarterfinals and stuff. That was really silly <laughs> to watch. So that's like memorable for me, but I don't okay. think those are like my favorite games. I think uh, probably like my favorite games are I think some of the series from Group D. Like I remember, oh uh, god, what was it? It may have actually just been Mario versus Clem. It was really fun. Um, some yeah. I honestly I think it, it, I have to like rewatch some of the games or like rewatch, relook at some of the games. I feel like a few seconds into the game I'd be like, oh my god, I remember this game. But yeah,
2: yeah. Oh. yeah there were there were a lot of good ones i i do think Astrea had a really um almost like a breakout performance i mean i obviously i know he's super good <laughs> but like i was i was really impressed by his run uh in the in the bracket and um i think spirit also surprised a lot of people in the bracket oh yeah
0: that's what we did yeah spirit yeah yeah certainly up there. I was just going to And then it,
2: w- it was cool to see somebody over 30 make it to the round of 12.
0: Ryong, yeah.
2: Shout out to Ryong, giving us hope. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That was actually I
1: I I'm was really happy for Ryong just cuz I've been a, you know, old school Axiom fan and all that stuff. I'm also glad you mentioned Spirit cuz that does remind me like one of the sickest games I think from the event was Spirit versus Nice. I think it was like game 4 or 5 or something. It was like a really wonky base treaty kind of thing.
0: Sure. That was definitely a, uh that was definitely a spicy one uh for sure. Robbie, random plot twist something that has to do absolutely with nothing. And I and chat so you know, well chat viewers, listeners, whatever cuz this is ultimately going to be for a podcast and and YouTube stuff. And just for goddamn fun. Uh what's your current favorite beverage of choice? Fa- favorite beer, whatever, spirit and favorite jam for music?
1: Ooh, um, wow. Okay. W- water, because I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> if you weren't drinking um, water,
0: what, 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 that's what was my question.
1: Uh, I would actually say I'm like pampered Silicon Valley tech guy. I, I drink the coconut water, like the harmless expensive coconut water, like the harmless harvest coconut water, so... Um, that's, that's kind of my jam right now. And then I think for music and stuff. Oh boy. I think I've been listening to a lot of, uh, it's like very different styles, but I've been listening to a lot of, um, oh God, I think it's like Tokyo soul is like the style I think. And then I've been listening to the Dooms OST soundtrack. Uh, Nice. Very different. Um, and then I've also been listening to a lot of like music from uh a artist called yuki hayashi who's does a lot of like anime if you guys know like the my hero academia soundtrack he did that he did like haiku which is like a volleyball anime and a bunch of random other things so
0: nice very cool stuff um (laughs) there's some of this stuff uh i know it's usually (laughs) like well you'd mention it in chat or whatever but a lot of the times, I'm always like wondering. I'm like, geez, when you make your tweets and stuff, I'm like, you gotta have like a little sub blog and and when you have your random moments and stuff. Just be like, by the way, I'm listening to this guys because I'm always curious what's going through the the uh, one of a kind mind that is Fear Dragon. You
2: know? On on a music related note, what song are you currently working on yeah. on your guitar? Because I know you got something. I mean, I, That's I
1: just I just finished uh, yeah. learning the One Punch Man sad song. Just really, really disappointed. I was sad uh, that n- I posted it. And I was like, I let it. me know if you recognize the song. And like four hours passed, and I had like seven wrong guesses. And I'm like, some oh, people no. like I got like Wonderwall and Oasis. <laughs> I got like hmm, a song from Naruto. And I'm <laughs> like i I mean, at least you're getting on the anime side and I'm like, finally, finally up a tree freaking Zelda is like it's from one punch, man. No, <laughs> I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> finally. Uh, so I, I finally learned that one. Besides that, I'm working on a bunch of like final fantasy 14
0: songs. Awesome, man. Nice. Yeah. So this is a big thing for you. And in the idea of protoss memory, we're going to, we're going to skip the current, uh, bit balance patch talk. And um, I'm like, I, that's I, too serious. Bale, bail. Uh, <laughs> shit was kind enough in chat to mention that my mic is like quiet as hell uh, compared to you guys so shout out to Sal for driving me nuts with the Wave XLR um (laughs)
2: uh, never trust Sal's audio advice honestly yeah like seriously listen to M Canning dude he has a mic that will just boom through everything yeah no Uh, if you're not listening to M Canning or Parting like no it's it's
0: never done this but maybe it's the application we're in It's honestly, it's jumping down every time I adjust it on its own, Mm. and I, Uh, yeah, weird
1: audio audio stuff really sucks. I think uh, there's like some settings in Windows where it's like do not allow other applications to take control of this device and stuff.
0: Yeah, you have to check that. Yeah, it's uh, awkward timing. But whatever. are we going to turn into a tech advice stream? No, yeah, it's it's uh, (laughs) oh boy. We mentioned sale and all this you converting
1: of... your XLR output into an Ethernet?
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> there it is. Wait, is it. that
2: possible? Do they make those cables? Why? Let's, let's talk about this.
0: Yeah, there we go. side track. <laughs> I don't think it'll. uh no, it doesn't reach. Really... Uh,
1: oh, well, no. <laughs> my my microphone is currently going through an XLR uh, through an Ethernet. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, ask, you me what benefit. ask me That's about amazing. the
2: benefits I get from it. I, I would love to know what benefits do you get from running your XLR through your Ethernet? Well, in a hypothetical world, it can
1: be really great for bypassing interference. You can actually feed up to five different XLR outputs through into the Ethernet uh, adapter and everything. Oh, my. In my particular case where I'm using a single microphone and it's only going about
0: three feet, nothing. Yeah, it's uh pretty hilarious that you had that was my only Perfect. thoughts with it
2: i could so i i assume you got this just to um give shit to sal and cobra then i yeah. assume was the plan
1: i just thought it was really cool and i really really i still need to <laughs> do this but i need to i need some additional setup and stuff to do it i really want to see what happens if i try and feed an xlr uh feed into a network switch
0: oh my god yeah, I'm pretty
2: sure that's not going to I don't even know what would happen. An, I An XLR feed? I, I need to buy a fire extinguisher
1: before I try
0: it. Oh, God help us all. Please film it. Please yeah. film it. Oh, yeah. 100%, whatever happens. 100%. 100%. And that was the last we heard of Fear Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. But, uh, okay. Um... I did have some notes and stuff here, too. All right, so here's what I was... So with all the talk of current balance and such, uh, Chicken Man and I were talking, and I always think about this, seeing you in chat and everywhere, and we're like, if if we could just pick your brain, what are your random balance thoughts? And when was the last time you played the game? And what was your random Um... thoughts of what you'd want to do? Because I'm going to make notes of this. Let's see. I, I had
1: I did play the game like basically yesterday and everything, but I will say I have not been playing as much the past like year or so. Um it's been a little bit harder to find like some of the time and also motivation, but like I am so here's here's my general philosophy on balance. And this is why I'm like a, in a very in a lot of ways a very boring guest to have regarding like balance talks. Whenever I'm asked to go on, like, a pylon show or something or on balance patches, I'm just like, I am not the person for this. But, like, here's my viewpoint. The game is like a Rubik's Cube. It's like a puzzle, right? it's, It's there for you to solve. I'm not there to question, why did you make this color red? It should be orange. Orange is just a better color, and, like, yada 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 like why are there three squares and like on each side or like nine squares on each side instead of 16 like that's a better idea or whatever like it's my job to solve the puzzle it's not my job to question the 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 manner in which the puzzle is presented to me so like i have a very unintrusive approach to balance where i'm just like yeah like I agree on watchability and a lot of the other stuff. Like I know that balance does have an important impact and I know that it affects like pro players and stuff. So I understand why they have like opinionated stances on it. I don't really usually like I'll have some thoughts maybe on some fun things or things that are enjoyable to play or play against. But like I'm not really questioning the manner in which
0: the puzzles presented to me. So I'm usually pretty unopinionated. Well, on the fun end of it, that's where I was getting at because you tend to be joking around on some of this stuff in Twitch chat, but this is where uh, I was going. Yeah. Imagination Station because if if you uh, throw some out, I'll be paying attention. My goal is to archive Ravi's balance decisions that, or comments <laughs> that you made, and we want to try to uh, crowdfund in the community the Fear Dragon 64 balance patch for StarCraft 2. Oh, God. no! This, I don't think anyone wants that. <laughs> Oh,
1: so okay. So <laughs> I, I, we, the origin t- of yeah. the origin of why I started making like I, I it started mostly with tweets and stuff. I was like, what if such and such was that? I actually felt like people gave David Kim too much shit, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? You guys don't know how good you have it. All right, you don't know how bad <laughs> it could be. You don't know how bad some of the potential suggestions could be. And then I kind of went down the line of like, I'm going to show people how bad it could really be. All right. What if, what if some, some chuckle fuck like me showed up as the balance lead designer <laughs> and was like, you know, what if batteries healed all Protoss units? Like they don't have a brain to detect ally or enemy. So if you're playing a PvP, your opponent can just walk into your shield battery and get healed also. Like, wouldn't that be an interesting design choice and, like, <laughs> allow for counterplay? It's like, our... I don't think people understand how good they have it with, like, the current StarCraft 2 balance team. That's, See, that's where need... a
2: lot of that stuff started. We need to make that in and have a tournament, and that way, Twitch chat will understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Make Protoss really, truly overpowered, and then when the Terrans and Zergs and even Protosses, because nobody likes PvP, go back to regular ladder, they'll be like, oh my God, thank God the disruptors don't hit air too. Oh, I'm so happy. You know,
1: people yeah. always talk about like, what if disruptors hit air? Uh uh-uh. uh. That's not the scary thing. And actually, I'm so glad a uh, nice username actually did make a little like mod image of it. It's one of my favorite <laughs> tweets. It, like, that is on Twitter that I'm somewhat tangentially involved in. Was I said like what if disruptors could like shots could blink so you could fire the disruptor oh, shot and no. then it just blinks oh. onto your army right before it goes off? And <laughs> nice username made this like phenomenal little like short video where it just has like the disruptor shot going out and then it just blinks onto a chunk of like twenty five marines. Just the entire ball goes pop. <laughs> oh, oh, that was that was still one of my favorite suggestions.
2: That's perfect. That's uh, yeah. We... Honestly, every protest unit should have Blink. If we're if yeah, we're behind. yeah, blink?
0: What we're getting yeah. to, like, zealots. it's
2: like it's pretty good, you know. Yeah. But then also, what if all Terran units had Stim?
0: Then we definitely need Blink. I want my probes. put them across the board. I want my yeah. probes to be able to Blink. Just so pull your workers at the ask. start.
2: You'd never lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord!
1: But this is. So- I actually don't know what if if all Terran. Okay, if you had. A, scvs had stim but all the protoss probes had blinked. i actually don't know who theoretically should win that because (laughs) no
0: idea
1: like can the probes run away and not die during the course of the stim if they have blink
0: i have a young friend that might actually test this for us is the funny thing uh because he did a mod and this and i was thinking of him on this so if you ever have ideas, uh Ravi, seriously, Chicken Man and I were talking, we're like, dude, if we could get the list of the fear dragon, but you're, you're explaining the backstory to it. Cause I'm even forgetting man. from before. Uh, damn, my mic keeps jumping. What a time for this to be happening. Imagine. Oh, yeah. it happens, man. <laughs> but, uh, we, we, we would literally, if we could get any sort of semblance to the mod made, uh, we'd try to do a tournament around it.
1: Yeah. You know, I actually, I did think about this. Like, it's actually something that has come to mind for me because I like running stupid tournaments. Like, I think still one of my favorite events that I've ever done. It was not like where I raised like a shit ton of money for charity. It wasn't where I got to commentate just like day nine or something. Wasn't like, all these other random stuff things that I did, or getting a Blizzard sponsor event, it was when I made it. A, I got nice username to make a mod where every single unit looks exactly the same. So you could just change every single like unit that. and every single building to look like any given object in StarCraft. So you could make every single building and unit that you had look like destructible rocks, or you could make every single unit and building that you have look like an SCV or like a Lycoat or whatever. That's that is awesome. still one of my favorite events that I ever ran. And like I love those kind of stupid ideas. So I did I did think about like what if I just put in some a bunch of time into learning the editor and making a mod that's just like what is like an idea? Like every unit gets an idea. That's like this makes the unit really stupidly imbalanced but like fun. But also with one downside. So every unit gets, like, a big buff with, like, a really (laughs) wonky downside. So it's, like, everything is just really imbalanced, and everything has something very fun and hyper-abusable, but with, like, a weird twist. So, like, as the shield battery, I want to be, like, yeah, (laughs) you heal enemy, like, units or something like that. But I don't know, like, shield batteries maybe as like a compensation kind of thing is that they also have an attack mode where you can drain the energy and it does damage at the same pace or speed that it was healing at instead. Like, I don't know. Like, if you just gave every single... I think that would actually be a lot of fun. It's a lot of work to mess around the editor. It's
2: actually a lot of work. It's, I've, I've opened that editor before and gone, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. There's yeah. so much stuff here and none of it made any
0: sense. And I closed the editor. Yeah, I, for every time I was messing around with it myself, I'd get a little, uh, it'd be a little overwhelming. I'd start getting somewhere and then I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Uh, but granted, you do work in, I, I could see you being able to get through it a bit, Robbie, but I know you don't I, have yeah. the time you probably want to for some stuff. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I think that's, that's def- like, I I think if I
0: really sat down and looked at it, I think like
1: most people actually could probably figure it out. It's just like it is a big time investment. And at the end of the day, like, and I, I, I really admire the people who did put in the time and investment and everything to learn all of it. But like there's at this point, I think it's very little payoff in learning it. Um, yeah, you will yeah. really just not get a lot in return
2: for it. For sure, We just got to wait till Frost Giants you know, yeah. arcade editor, uh, map editor. And then you yeah. learn that one. Then you get another 20 years, you know.
1: Yeah, it's it's also just funny because it's like, okay, how much value can can you get from it? And like, you can get value from it in the sense that I think if you're directly taking something from the whole Frost Giant system or like in StarCraft's example, if you're taking a bunch of StarCraft, you, know, yeah, you can like make mods or things like that. I actually think game development libraries and a lot of this other stuff are so good now that if you're trying to do something else, like you want to make your own game or something, if you're not using StarCraft as like a platform to get the idea of your game out, which is really difficult with the current state of the arcade, Mm -hmm. you're probably better off just learning a game library like Unity or something and just doing your stuff there. Yeah. Then you also have actual rights to your content that you're putting time and work into. And you now have a marketable skill for actual jobs. Like, it, it's it's just really a hard sell to learn the map editor right now.
2: Well, uh, and with things like Unreal Engine and, like, Blender being so mm-hmm. powerful and completely free, I, if if you're trying to make a game, I mean, there are so many ways to do it. You know, for me, I look at it and I'm like, oh, I wish I knew the map editor. So that i can make like fun tournaments right yeah. like that's what i would do with it but uh yeah i think at, at this point learning the map editor unless you just enjoy learning new things and that's that's your goal i i don't know how much you're gonna get out of it in a i guess like a real world sense rather than yeah. a fun sense yeah everything it, is worth it if you're having fun
1: in software development it like the map editor in my mind is like the people who know how to use the map editor they are like software developers who know fortran fortran is like an ancient yeah outdated language that nobody uses but there's a couple there's like a handful of fortran experts in the world get paid a buttload because and sadly unfortunately the map editors do not get paid a buttload <laughs> like they should but like fortran developers yeah they just no one wants to learn fortran it's just like there's such a limited availability but like what there are jobs that require it like goddamn those people have extreme job security cuz nobody else is fighting for
0: those <laughs> jobs and no one else can really fill them yeah ex- exactly fortran going back to times with cobol and stuff i was just thinking of it the other day like we still have the handful of people that are left that and that's it. to kind of patch is some systems are still operating mm-hmm. with God only knows how much middleware. I almost was a software engineer, Robbie. I didn't know if you knew that, too. I went to school and I think you started. have mentioned that. Yeah. But I decided to be a, a janitor for computers in high school. You know. Good benefits. I I,
2: I watched your your video, Fear Dragon, where you taught people how to use some language to type. Hello, world. It was like an hour Ooh, and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't get it to type hello world. And I got really frustrated and salty. And then I closed the video and never tried again. <laughs> that is my story of of coding. That's great. What a,
1: what a round, rousing <laughs> review for my content. <laughs> Your tutorial is <was> so shit. <laughs> that it took an hour and a half <laughs> to do the first Good thing. Job and it, I couldn't do it. And Eric got frustrated and decided to quit the entire aspect or prospect of ever trying it again. Wow. Uh, I don't
2: think it was your tutorial. I will say that. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: I, you, I like you the idea. You laid it out
2: very nicely. And I was like, I like the idea
1: oh. that you watched an hour and a half of it, tried, got so frustrated, and was like, I will never touch this again. Worst review <laughs> ever. Worst bit of content wasted an hour and a half of my life. 10 out of 10.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty accurate. I'm gonna actually go leave that YouTube comment now. (laughs)
1: Fantastic, man. I'm hoping I'm hoping to make another one. So maybe the (laughs) next one will do better for you. (laughs) My part two. I just
2: it just didn't want to say hello
0: world. I don't know. So realistically, I was thinking about this with you uh with you in here if you're a dragon and I'm like, you know what? We don't really need a script to interview Fear Dragon because with Chicken Man and Fear Dragon and I in here, this is gonna turn into whatever anyway. And we I can't read anyways, so you I, sent me I, the I script and I was yeah. like,
2: it's, <laughs> like I play Protoss. What what do you want me to do with these <laughs>
0: exactly. letters? Exactly.
1: Yeah, according to most Terrans and Zergs, we, I can only read single letters.
0: We, we, only, we only need know the A and the T key. That's it.
2: This says IEM, that's as far as I got. I don't <laughs> yeah. Anything else is too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To be oh. fair, if, if the word afterwards is Katowice, then no one really knows how to pronounce that, anyways. <laughs> oh, man. True. I've heard so many different pronunciations and I've looked it up. And even when you Google it, there's multiple. There's multiple answers. Yeah. Yeah. How do you say it? And I'm like, well, how do I say it then? I'm like, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I was it's at Katowice and I was
1: just like, I would, I would start saying, like, welcome to the Intel Extreme Masters. And they're, Every single time I ever said it on a show, there is like a very small momentary pause where I'm like, Oh shit, I shouldn't have started this. I should have started something I didn't want to finish. Kato <laughs> <laughs>
2: katovice. Just say quietly enough. Just pretend the, the mic cuts out so everybody yeah. types NASL yeah. sound guy. Okay. Welcome to I am. Yeah. My <laughs> name is Fear Dragon, and I'm here. Yeah, it's
0: perfect. Yeah, I uh, am yeah. <laughs> so the Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Oof. But uh yeah, so uh Robbie being that you're in I just think this is more relevant for right now. Seeing you in Twitch more. Do you ever think you're gonna just say to heck with it? I'm gonna hit that stream button, I'm gonna hit that ladder button, and I'm gonna throw out a few cheeky Robbie ladder streams for us. Um, I think I realized, like, okay, so... Or do you not enjoy
1: doing it anymore? I'm just curious. A while ago, I sort of decided, I, I like, came around to it, and I sort of thought, like, I felt like there was an onus for me to stream. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, what you're supposed to do. But, I realized that it's just, it's just a cue for you to start live streaming when you don't feel like it. And I'm like, I'm actually not if I'm not doing, like, this will all change if I go full-time into esports or something at some point, but, like, if I'm not doing that, then why would I go spend my time doing that if I don't feel like it? Like, why would I force myself to do that? And I think, like, yeah, ladders, ladder streams were, I think they can be okay, they can be fun, and I have enjoyed them, for sure, like, a bunch of times in the past, but it's also kind it's like, it's a very different vibe than when you're just playing for yourself and you're playing for your own enjoyment. Like you are actively making decisions on what you're doing in order to entertain other people. So it's kind of like usually most of the time I'm just like, yeah, I don't really feel like streaming. Every so often, yeah, I do feel I'm like, yeah, you know what? I feel like firing up the stream. I'll do like a little just chat and stream, talk it up with some folks or something. But yeah, I haven't I haven't really felt a whole lot of like desire to play. A bunch of games on
2: stream lately
0: gotcha well i mean it was just a thought like you know and i I was just curious to why i I I like the the chill
2: chatting streams too though yeah Yeah, Yeah, they are those are nice the whole community shows up everybody's hanging out in chat
0: i was happy to see you stream anything to the point where i'm like oh my god robbie's streaming i need to end my stream right now and raid him i did that 12 times a year Twelve times a year I, d- I remember though the first one i saw in like forever though because you were like b- i forgot you told me you we're busy with a bunch of stuff i can't remember just life happening yeah oh, boomer moment sorry oh. <laughs> nor is um imagine yeah, not it's... remembering
2: things come on yeah.
0: yeah come on man like roddy would remember this yeah roddy would know he'd know what like group, what shoes we were wearing even though we weren't our feet weren't even visible. Uh, know. His memory
2: only, he only remembers specific details in StarCraft. That's actually so true. He has <laughs> yeah. a really shit memory me, that's right. Everything, yeah. well, it's just not as important, right? Yeah. StarCraft just takes precedence. What shoes you're wearing, that doesn't matter. What map happened between, you know, MMA and Bomber in some, in some MLG years ago, that is more important. Yeah. Try and, and teach right. Roddy how to do
1: some technical setup for his stream. He will not remember it 10 minutes from then. <laughs> Ask him about some random, obscure detail of what happened in a game from 2013 that nobody else watched. Like, yeah, he'll know it.
0: Good job. Good job, Roddy. <laughs> we and can't all have his memories. It's okay, Dave. Yeah. Feels bad, man. It's so, uh, with that said, and how much you are... At least I, I noticed you all over the place in Twitch because I'm always watching a bunch of Twitch and whatever myself, too. Uh, what would you say your favorite newer, upcomer Twitch streamers are?
1: Um, I think the some of the streams that I've been watching a little bit more of that are, like, smaller streams and stuff. Like, Captain Hoppa has been one that I've been enjoying a lot last, mm-hmm. like, five or six months, I would say. Uh, more. He's I think he's got, like, a much smaller following at the moment but like i think he puts a lot of work into his stream he puts in like a good number of hours he's like entertaining has little like bits and stuff um talks a lot throughout the games and whatnot so i think like he's definitely someone that comes to mind i think there's been like a an interesting surge also of like a lot more uh women are also streaming in starcraft and stuff these days which i uh it's like it's kind of nice to have a little bit of that diversity, I feel like, in StarCraft. Because I think there was, if you look back at, like, I want to say 2016 to, like, 2018 or 2019. I think it was, like, there were probably, like, four women that were streaming in StarCraft. And I feel like it's it's been really nice. We have, like, a bunch more people who came in and stuff. Um, so, I think there's, like, some nice diversity. There's a few, like, women streamers who have been jumping in there yeah I'd, I'd say captain Hoppa is probably like some biggest or the most notable like small streamer i've been checking out a lot more of
0: nice yeah dan's dan's good people i've always enjoyed his stream um and it's funny you mentioned that with uh i'm just looking in my discord and it's amazing the number of like i got into twitch later right <laughs> I, I, so a lot of this whole scene i got in way later even working in it and stuff i would bounce from game to game i'd mostly just go and I'd play Skyrim for a month and then not play games for a month. And then I'd go and I'd always go binge back to StarCraft. But, like, I was more, like, with my personal friends, whatever. So when I got into this stuff, I was like, holy shit, Discord, Twitch, what is this? This is crazy. And uh, so, to me, a lot of this stuff was newer. And it t- uh, unfortunately took over my life. But I was going to say as you mentioned that I'm scrolling through my Discord and out of, like, hundreds of people there's a significant number of of women and and i'm just thinking of friends of mine that are streamers and you know what i mean stuff too that are starcraft mm-hmm. players and it's just it's pretty re- remarkable though i'm 100 percent with you that's pretty cool stuff
1: yeah i don't even i don't even know why like it's just like a random thing i i think it was like middle of 2020 i was just like looked at the director and i'm like huh It was like this one day, and I was just like, 45, uh, I I did the math on it. I'm like, 45% of the people streaming StarCraft right now are women.
2: I don't think that's ever been the case before. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, That is really cool, actually. Yeah, I I didn't think about that. But I think you're absolutely right. A lot of the newer people that I've seen in the last, that that I've noticed in the last couple of years have been women, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's been cool. Uh, I don't think it's like always definitely like 45% at this point. but. Um, yeah, like every so often, like it's, we definitely see a lot more um, diversity and stuff. And then yeah, it's just it's just been nice, like seeing a bunch of like the smaller streamers and stuff coming up and kind of building up more of an audience and stuff for themselves. It's like I think it's reassuring to me that Starcraft is still a place where you can kind of like grow your stream up to like, you know, mm-hmm. ha- like pretty decent ish viewership and stuff and kind of start building a base, which even though Starcraft is like a much older game at this point.
2: We're yeah, extremely I've... consistent. Starcraft. That is very true. Yeah, shockingly, because everybody, all the, we have all the cool people in StarCraft. That's why. So they don't, they don't leave us. You know.
0: Well, I, I think that, I think that's why people ended up starting to watch me is because, you know, we have everybody that's like consistent and cool, and charming and witty. and then you got Dave, the Walter Math. So they need that variety, right? Of Chicken May calls me the Walter Mathow of StarCraft. I don't
2: know who that is. It's, old, it's an old person
0: reference. It's an old... Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, watched, he's a grumpy watched, old man. Yeah, have you ever watched Grumpy Old Man?
1: No. Is that a TV show? It was a movie.
2: It's a now movie from like 1988 or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah before it's, my time. Yeah, it's an old person reference. Exactly. I was three yeah. years
0: old then, but you know. <laughs> uh... All right, so with the Protoss, what's the most annoying thing about Terrence, dude? It could be that streamer Terrence. Actually playing the game and fighting Terrence is, is a Protoss player. Or just anything Terrence. I think it's their victim complex. Like, mm-hmm.
1: it has to be their victim complex. Like, yeah, widow mines and stuff annoy me and whatnot, and, like... Man... I don't know why Terrans are always complaining about like high Templars and Storm or like they used to do that a lot. And I'm just like, do you know how quickly, like EMPs blanket my army and stuff and do instant damage versus Psystorm, which has to take kicks and stuff? Like, man, there's all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like I'm okay with all the I'm okay with all the stuff that Terran has that can be annoying or like liberators with range that siege up. it's like, okay. Guess you can't mine from this base until you get a stargate and make a phoenix. Like, <laughs> good luck mining from this base in three minutes. Uh, but like, it's just it's just the fact that they constantly, no matter what, they could have like a they could have like a global seventy five to eighty percent win rate in TVP, and they'll just be like fucking pro it God, it's unbelievable <laughs> the amount of bullshit that we have to put up with. It's unheard of that any group of people has ever been this oppressed in history and I'm just like oh my god like what are you talking about watching I, especially you watch some of the Terrence streamers, and they're I like know. Big Gabe is a good example of this where he's just like <laughs> uh, I have a feeling you're gonna bring up Big Gabe it's <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable how bad you can be and still get away with all this and I'm like you have an 80% win rate versus Protoss today you've literally only lost like Two maps of
2: Showtime or something. Like, come on, man. It's, it's, my, it's my favorite thing when I'm watching a Terran stream. And it's usually Sal because it's the Terran yeah. stream that I watch. And I'll see the complaints in chat about Protoss. I'll hear the streamer complain about Protoss. And then I'll watch the streamer win. And I'll be yeah. like, still <laughs> complaining about Protoss. And I'm like, huh. I mean, huh. I get it. Disruptors are annoying. But also, it's true, it's true. Nobody's ever been as oppressed as the the Protoss race, or as the Terran thinks they are.
1: Yeah, that's honestly like, I think the other, the other one that uh, really always got me, uh, this happens a lot in South Stream, where he will be moaning and complaining about like something Protoss is doing, and he's just like, it's unbelievable how low level the skill needs to be to pull off this strategy or something. And he's just sitting there supply blocked for three minutes at 54 and I'm just like well, I mean how skilled could your race be if you can still win from this game after being supply
0: blocked for three minutes like
1: okay man like let's let's be careful about what glass house we're throwing stones from <laughs>
0: Oh, that's it's true. Cool. So that you just
2: always have to remember that you're just as bad as your opponent. So Otherwise, you wouldn't be the at the same MMR. <laughs> that...
0: huh? Was that the start to the bot? No, the job, chicken man. Or, like you were I actually should... doing reward punish not reward punishment, but yeah. so to speak, it's.
1: Hey, hey, this the bot. The bots started from a place of honest. Good labor and like discuss technological discovery mm. because originally, uh, this is a very long time ago. This is like not actually anything super recent. Um, I just made a lot of improvements on the bot more recently, but like it originally started from this idea that I had of I wanted to make something that I wanted to automate commentating Starcraft, <laughs> I wanted to have it read like all of the basic shit from the overlays. Uh, for like a WCS overlay or something and make like really basic ass remarks and like n- be able to read the production tab and be like, ah, I see that a ghost academy is getting started. And just like basically commentate the game from the production tab and the like supplies and stuff like that. And I'm like, I actually think you could make something that's not great, but it like actually did a... I don't know, like fifty to sixty
2: percent of the way to like a shitty commentator. going you know, put me out of a job. Yeah, yeah I, mean, man. I didn't know we were coming after me today. Jesus. Yeah. The
1: the biggest <laughs> hurdle I ran into with that was That's I was totally
0: like, I not stu- me and Chicken Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sorry, chicken The biggest
1: hurdle anymore. I ran into was uh I was like I do not I cannot I do not want to try and solve observing. Automating observing without actually being able to look at the be out without programmatically being able to have access to the game, you're just trying to read the screen. I'm like, that's never gonna happen. Like that's not I'm not gonna be able to do that. So I I kind of gave up on that. That's where the supply block bot actually started out with, and then I think it was just like I actually tried to make something like uh basically a supply block bot for Maynard from a much better place where it was like I gave him a program. It had a lot of false positives, though, on being supply blocked and stuff. So I end up having to trash that. But, like, I end up coming back to it for Sal. Just wanted to positively reinforce him because he was legitimately getting upset about being, like, hard stuck in his MMR for a bit. So I was like, what what if I tried to bring this back and improved it in these ways that I thought of? so you know supply block bot it, it, came from, it came from a good place it just didn't end up in
2: one. Yes. <laughs> it, came, it came from a place of, of love and improvement for Maynard and then it ended up in a place of uh, slight light trolling and rewards for Sal well
1: I mean you know what they say like for your friends do what you can and for Sal give them trash it was, it was literally a throwaway project at that point so
0: <laughs> <laughs> beautiful very well said. What about Zerg real quick while we bounce on this? We're here. Mm. I don't mean to waste your time. Imagine Zerg, Ravi. Imagine Zerg. Imagine Zerg.
1: I think the yeah. uh, things that bug me about Zerg players, again, like it's not really the balance stuff because, like, it's fine. Like, I know that they put up with a lot of bullshit, also. Like, mm-hmm. all the races have some bullshit. It's totally fine. Yeah. I think it's just. It's funny, I think that they play so like Terrans are like the outcried in your face yelling victim. Zerg play like this defeated victim role. And they have like, they're so good at like weaving this narrative of like, yeah, you know, at this point, it's okay. We just know that we've been oppressed for 10 years, and we've really never been very good. It's just like, they know how to. St- Date all these stories and like weave this grand tale of how oppressed they are when it's like the top eight of them, like a most recent tournament is all Zergs or something. I'm just like, I, I, I'm not, I'm, i I know you're not getting outraged over here or anything, but like you're, you're, you're weaving a fascinating tale and it's all of them at the same time with the exact same tale. And I'm like, I know, I've, heard tales of this i know that there is a discord group you guys are coordinating
0: shit with like
1: (laughs) unironically unjokingly there is a discord group where you guys are coordinating the message okay like come Uh, on
0: noise well uh damn that's funny (laughs) Uh, did you know though something
2: i learned recently somebody in twitch chat told me this and twitch chat never lies that in 2021, Protoss actually won the most prize money of all three races. I did not realize that. Hmm. But that is the truth. Was that I torn? have a feeling that two super tournaments with hmm. Trap and Zown in the finals uh, probably yeah. helped quite a bit. But it is true. Trap- it was on Liquipedia. There's, a, there's think- a Liquipedia tournament results, and that is very interesting.
1: That is interesting. I do believe it specifically because, one, there was no BlizzCon. Um, two, Katowice had a smaller prize pool. So I think the world tournaments were, uh, like the world premier, big finale tournaments actually account for quite a bit of the prize pool for each year. Like right. a good example is if we look back at like say 2019 or something, um, the total prize money earned in 2019 was 3.1 million or so. And if you look at the prize pool for BlizzCon, it's something like 500K or something. It's like, it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm.
2: Decent That's... percentage of the entire yeah, year.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So like when you factor that kind of stuff in, and it's like Protoss just don't win BlizzCon, Protoss don't win Katavitses and stuff. Like, bas- the last time a Protoss player won Katavitses was at Heart of the Swarm. <laughs> Like it's been a long time, so I think ah uh, it it does make sense to me if you start removing some of those like big premier global events and stuff, then I think that there are actually like overall more Protoss players in the competitive scene, especially in Europe, and I think Europe especially has had a big number of like Protoss players in those in that mid tier range. So like overall, their prize money probably adds up to something. Equatable to like some of the top zergs and whatnot winning, and then yeah, I think super tournament and stuff adding in. I think that actually I could see that.
0: So you got any future I... plans for trolling sale? On a random side note, sorry, chicken. And uh, never mind. You get mm. back to my nap. No, no, chicken it's okay. That's
2: a much better question than the <laughs> single comment I was gonna make.
0: Well, yeah, that, Come on, get it out. We can wait for this. We can wait for this.
2: I don't even remember what it was anymore. Oh, that's, sorry. That, was that's that's that my guy. memory.
0: I was that guy. We're. So one consensus thing I noticed is, if people were to generalize Protoss, and Chicken Man's kind of a random player, but we're he, he's a Protoss. I'm just gonna, you're Protoss. Protoss don't have much of a memory unless it's some sp- specific thing. Roddy, it's like games going back to 1947. Uh, Robbie remembers random technical stuff, I think sure let's go with that uh in chicken man you were uh, actually you, you, what do you remember i'm trying to think about what
2: do thing. i remember that's the real question all right <laughs> uh, i love
1: that dave is like okay i noticed this trend protos players remember specific stuff we have roddy and remembers all these specific game things then uh
2: well the, the problem is dave's <laughs> <second> specific thing <laughs> isn't remembering what other people remember yeah. So ah, he just forgets. That. Yeah, it's That's we need it. a protoss who remembers what other people remember. It's it's like a it's like a uh, like a superpower. You know, we we all have that superpower. Of so. I want I want
1: to know what da- what Dave, what is what is your special
0: thing? My my that so- you remember. Um well, everything I can well, I shouldn't be doing. I've f- smoked countless cigarettes here. I usually <sighs> I remember to not break my keyboard when I play StarCraft most of the time. That's a that's good one. It. That's about it. That's, that's all I good. got. That's... I've I have it, broken it once, but...
2: Yeah, I've never, never broken remember a keyboard. that
0: specific time, hmm. and you will never break another keyboard again. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, like, just struggling with it. It's just other stuff going on in my head, but... No, I realistically, it just proves a point. Maybe just, maybe that's what the Kala was for. And once, once Legacy of the Void Mm -hmm. came out, all the Protoss started to trickle down to real life Protoss, the players behind them. We needed that unity of remembering things. And now we're all, I don't
2: want to remember. I actually I'm, I'm fine. Not remembering most things. I'm good. That's cool with me. How about you, Ravi? I'll just remember (laughs) the important things, you know? mundane conversations I had six years ago yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: but yeah do you got do you got any uh, plans for troll trolling plans for the future that
1: oh uh, I'm sure that I'll have a bunch but yeah um, I think that's a look here's the thing is that my goal is that I build and this is like a sub goal whenever I'm doing something stupid to sell is that I'm just building tool sets and like effectively libraries and things for things that I can use for actual interesting, cool stuff. And then, but like occasionally those things that I've done for other situations, like I have just libraries laying around for when I did Battle.net integration. So if I ever want to, I can like hook that in and make a bot in like four and a half minutes. That's just basically says, hey, anytime Sal loses a game, like write this message in chat pass in his Battle.net ID and like all the stuff is like really easy to just plug in together. So like, that's kind of a lot of where a lot of it starts off is, is, Oh, I had this really stupid idea that would be really funny right now. (laughs) If I can do this in like five minutes, then let's go. That's where (laughs) most of those ideas come from. That's awesome. So yeah, I, it's, it's a lot more spur of the moment. I do have some things I want to do. Like, I think I unfortunately spoiled some of this already to Sal. So he's like on the lookout for it. So I need to wait long enough. But I have like a bunch of face detection stuff I have set up and ready to go. Oh, I, can I can't wait to see detect this. detect Sal's mood and all that other stuff if he's like smiling or frowning or whatever.
2: <laughs>
0: That's Perfect. beautiful. Well, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, at least most of us, I think, can tell it comes from a good place. You guys are buddies, and I think anyway, it's either a good place or a bad place. <laughs> I just
1: want everyone to
0: think. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I guess. Oh man, uh, I don't know. Uh any anything you want to add on your own? Uh, stuff you're working on, plans, fun, otherwise, anything going on with Fear Dragon? You want to?
1: Oh, uh, nothing I can really talk about yet outside of like I guess like Caster. Clan war is coming on up. So I'm looking forward to that and all the uh the fun memes. I I put out granted, I'm not gonna listen to anyone on this, but I put out a purple and I was like, what what would people like to see from the team that I draft? Do you want to see me just draft the best team possible and do this like the way I'm supposed to? Would you rather see me draft all North American players? Would you rather see me draft all Protoss players? What about all Terran players and name it five wines of Terran instead of you know four shades of protoss? like a lot of possibilities i have more ideas of what i could do so i'm still deciding on what kind of team i want to draft and might also depend on where i end up in the draft order because that's kind of important
0: (laughs) good point good point uh yeah well either way uh robbie thanks for uh coming on and uh chicken man you got anything you want to ask and i had something too after before we uh you seem like you're getting tired too, but I'm really uh, super thankful for you hanging out with us.
2: No, it's been it's, uh, it's been a good chat. Um, uh, it's a pleasure being here. I'm glad I got to chat with a good old, good old Fear Dragon about some really important things. Um, one last question. We didn't really talk about the current patch, but uh, Protoss got nerfed really hard. Will we see a Protoss in the top eight of any tournament this year?
1: I mean, I think people are overselling how bad, <laughs> bad the Nerf products. Okay, like, here's my take on it. I don't <laughs> even think that proxy void ray is unviable right now. I actually That's think not... we'll see plenty of it. It was, I it think... was a
2: thing before the patch. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, okay. of course, it's still going to be a thing. I'm so glad you brought that up because actually this is another thing that really bugs me that people have this assumption about is like, Proxy Void Ray so strong only because of the patch of the Void Ray. I'm like, okay, first of all, first of all, y'all are really ignorant of the fact that it wasn't Proxy Void Ray. It was you make one to two safety Void Rays as you tech up into the Tempest. And oh my God, like I don't actually need full energy shield batteries if I'm controlling my Tempest well and stuff like that shit is even during the entire Void Ray era, and I'm I do not like to be a cheesy Protoss a lot of the time. Like I was I was doing like the one to two Void rays into Tempest. It's a lot it has a lot better long-term stability and is a lot more annoying to play, trust me. Like we received return to that. Y'all are gonna be wishing that Protoss <laughs> players were just making Void Rays, okay? So that's the first thing. Besides <laughs> that, like there's no like real nerfs to like the defense of Protoss. The only other thing was like the DT thing. I actually don't think the DT thing is that big of a... It's, like, really not that big of a deal. It's actually, like, hardly noticeable.
0: I thought it's less noticeable than I thought it'd be. But I was like, come on. Guys, literally, I have D and T as my initials. You guys (laughs) had the nerf. The one thing I play this game for. (sighs) Here, Okay. Actually, Here's I was a memer, playing DTs before too, Robbie. Way back, it is an old story. <laughs> old, I
1: I believe it, man. Yeah, and I always knew you're 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 good people because of course you'd be a DT memer. All good people are DT memers. That's <laughs> <best>. <laughs> that's what
0: I always liked about you, Robbie. Even going back through, I I found you on YouTube before anything. As I said, I was ignorant to much really? the things. I saw some of your YouTube stuff way back before it was how I got to know you like Rob, I'm like Fear dragons, it's really cool. And uh, of all things, you'd be like, I cast it, I did this, I did that, I just like, I remembered. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I think the thing about, I just laughed so hard about the DT thing because people are just like, yes, this is gonna help DT run. This is like, this is the thing that blows my mind. People keep saying, this is going to help. I've seen pro players say this, and I'm just like, you're smarter than me, but you're you're fucking wrong. You're like really <laughs> wrong about this. Um, they keep saying the DT run buys against planetaries is going to be nerfed because they made it so that you don't swipe for 0.75 seconds after you blink. And I'm like, okay, hey, first of all, If your army was already there, this wouldn't be a problem in the first place, okay? Like, no Protoss is like, thank god I killed that planetary, but the entire army was there, and I lost 15 DTs to do it, but it was worth killing that. No Protoss player is thinking that. Like, the Protoss player needs to get out of there with the DTs alive, so if the army's there in high enough numbers anyways, like, that's not a viable solution. The second thing that there's like, it'll give you time to pull your SCVs. Like, first of all, if the Protoss player is using their DT offensively to blink onto the planetary, you can't repair it because they're already taking up the surface area. Like, you can't mineral walk your SCVs into the planetary if the DTs are already there. The the opportunity is already (laughs) gone at that point. If you're reacting that late on, you're waiting for that... 0.75 second window before they can attack or do their first swipe. If anything, it's just going to mean that you try to pull to repair. The DTs are going to be standing there, and the pros are going to have 0.75 seconds to be like, "Huh? They pulled all their SCVs and are directly against in melee range against my DTs. I guess I could just hold position and swipe the SCVs instead." I'm just like, "Oh my god! Like, why on earth did you think this would actually help?" and especially the people in the lower leagues. It's like, yes, I am sure those .75 seconds are the reason why you haven't had enough time to react to the DTs. I'm sure it's not the fact that <laughs> everyone, like Masters 2 and below, has just not paid attention in their mini map. And only even notices the DTs when they get the first swipe alert because they're gonna scan anyways That's how they're actually detecting the DTs. So there's actually not even showing up on the main map. They're literally waiting for the first attack
0: Yes, <laughs> I'm
1: really sure this Blatant nerf to the DTs is really gonna kill the viability of it. It's like literally the only thing that this did is if a Terran player has a raven actively over their army and the Protoss player is like I have DTs and zero zealots what happens if I blink on their army then yes you will have a buff in that situation I'm just I haven't see, just been
0: it's cat- a nerf wing. to
2: holy hit see I'm telling you
0: that's how <laughs> that's that's a- he not- sees holy the
2: raven and the, and the army and he goes I can take that and now yeah. he can't do it anymore you know what? Right? and that's you just know what? that's not
1: fair arguably admittedly that's also me I do actually have those things, a lot of those moments, but like at the same time, it's in situations where I knew I was probably going to win anyways. And it's actually, I think most of the time, if you're using your D, if you have that many DTs, you're either one, really far ahead of them if you can afford to do that, in which case it's still fine, or two, you're doing this as a stupid meme strategy in the way that I do it. And you don't want to blink on the opponent. You want to blink away. You want to save it as a defensive thing for when their reinforcements arrive. Like, you either are going to overpower them or you're going to want to, like, save it defensively. There's, there's not much in between. Oh, yep. God. Okay, you you set me off at the very end of all of this. <laughs> uh, I
0: should have done that. We should have done that earlier. That was perfect.
2: Dan. No, it's the perfect end cap, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> talking about blink DTs. What else could I mean, this, we really want? This is
1: how Protoss players whine, is like, we don't whine and be like, oh my god, look at how weak I am. We're like, bitch, you think that you think that nerf you think that stops me? You think that stops me? You're my an idiot. You don't understand balance. We're fine.
0: <laughs> Amazing. That was even better than I would have imagined. That would have came out of your mouth, Robbie. Oh, I'm glad. As Pilly would say, good job, Robbie. Good job. Uh, uh, dude. Thanks for again. And like, I don't know. Proves my point. Professional, <laughs> professional on the outside, but you, your uh, description of yourself. You're like, I'm just a StarCraft fanboy. You made time to talk with, well, Chicken Man. I could see, but you made time to talk with Chicken Man and Dave. Yeah, old- I mean,
1: hey, we're we're all we're all just StarCraft fanboys having a good time.
0: Hell yeah. Actually, are you going to it's DreamHack actually, Atlanta? Possibly. It's my only other I place. mean,
1: hopefully, or, but or you 100%. know, I, to the behind the curtain, which I don't even think is much of a secret anymore, is that those hirings sometimes happen like <laughs> literally four to five days before the event. They're just like, hey, so can you get on a plane day after tomorrow? We're like, are you, are you f- in real right now? So,
0: <laughs> you know, who knows? Who knows? Oh, I got you. I mean, I, I'm obviously going. I'm hoping to just for a chance to hang out with everybody and buy uh, extended StarCraft multiverse of the friends that everybody is. Yeah. All together. Should be a good time. Yeah. So if you are, I'll hopefully have my stuff dialed in. We are. I'm definitely buying you a drink or two. And Ravi, we're going to do something for you. Uh somehow for do, making the time for for old man dave and the man of chickens ah it was really... it was fun thanks for having me yeah and uh you're also welcome if you randomly had to itch you're like you know i just want to have some fun on a sunday of all days and you're like bored chicken man and i always doing tournaments pop it right in. you could fire upstream you could not fire upstream you can just <laughs> hang with the chicken man but we we've had, uh, honestly enough, and Chicken Man's like, probably. Like, oh God, Dave, don't bring this up. Dude, I don't. I'm just saying we've had uh, a good time. We imagine my mic's fucking up again. Imagine having Florencio, Wolf, Chicken Man, and me casting. Like for the love of God, that sounds like absolute chaos. It was a good time though. <laughs> so, thank you, Rob. Yeah. Thank you chicken man too for always letting me embarrass you in front of the internet. Yes, please brother. keep doing that. It's good for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dave too loud always. What? Oh, my brother. Sorry. I the first thing I read from chat accidentally. <laughs> it's my brother. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks Dave. Thanks Fear Dragon. Thanks guys. <laughs> Thanks.